0: So, a couple years ago, some people online got super mad at me. It's a long story, but I run a Twitter account called 4 Techs that quotes people who refuse to pay artists. An art pirating site was mad that I quoted them, and they decided to punish me by launching a spam bomb attack. They set up a robot to send me hundreds of thousands of spam messages per second. So many that Google locked down my account. I lost emails, and since I worked through the internet, I lost jobs. I lost touch with people. Eventually I got the situation under control, but I'm still dealing with the aftermath. My spam filters are so out of whack that everyday important emails show up there. So I spend more time sifting through those than I do my actual inbox. And I'll be honest, it sucked. I'm a man who tries to find positivity in everything, so this was not fun. So I set out to make it fun. I started answering my spam. I started checking other people's spam. I started making art out of my spam. I tried to do anything I could to make anything good come out of it. Sometimes I succeeded, sometimes I failed. Then I decided to make a podcast about it
1: check my email about to get rich fast this prince will share his
2: fortune if i front the little cash and all these offers promise high return on my investment if elon wants my social who am i to question enter in my credit card info when preparing to meet up with all these hot singles in my area
0: but 1st i we'll send this email because if not then i will probably
2: disappoint the nice recruitment guy
0: from the illuminati welcome to unwanted words i'm ryan estrada this is the show where i'm Answer my spam and peer pressure others into doing it. And you know, this spam adventure has taken me to so many weird places that no two episodes are going to be the same. So it was really hard to decide how to start off my first episode. I mean, do I dig right into my own spam or do I choose my biggest guest star? Do I choose one that made me cry or the funniest? I couldn't pick. But then one episode came along that made me so unbelievably happy that I couldn't wait to share it with you. We ran into the Tonyverse. Yeah, into the Tonyverse. you know what it's... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta get there first. It all started when I got Ryan North on the phone and asked him to check his spam, just hoping that it could somehow lead us to adventure. Let's do it. You may know Ryan North as the writer of Marvel's Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, or from his daily webtoon Dinosaur Comics. Maybe his run on Adventure Time's Choose Your Own Path, Shakespeare series, To Be or Not To Be, Romeo and or Juliet, his new book, How to Invent Everything, or one of millions of other projects. The man it's prolific. I reached out because of a tweet he posted while I was working on this podcast. Uh, Ryan, a few months ago you posted on Twitter, anyone who checks their spam folder more than once a year is a cop. Uh, And you later amended it to a cop or perhaps Ryan Estrada. So what do you have against spam?
3: So I'll tell you a short story about spam. See,
0: Ryan North was the original obsessively spam-reading web cartoonist named Ryan long before I came along. So I wanted to know what had turned him against unsolicited email.
3: I used to run my own mail server for myself. And I had an email address. I still do, Ryan at Quants.com. And I had it set up so that anything at Quants.com would go to me so I wouldn't miss any emails. So, you could email Ryan at Quants.com. You could email, like, the sexiest dude on earth at Quants.com. It would all go to me.
0: But there were consequences.
3: What I didn't realize is people uh, would just guess at email addresses. Not just Webmaster or, like, Bounce, but also Susan and Gary at Quants.com. He
0: got a lot of spam. But rather than just turn off all the catch-alls, he did something extreme.
3: Uh, So I ended up installing a uh, neural network on my home computer to classify the mail I would get. And at its peak, I was getting three or four emails every second.
0: Others agreed that this system was not ideal.
3: I was a student at the time. I ended up going to an academic conference. I mentioned this to someone, and they were like, what are you doing? I've never – I work in spam. I haven't heard someone getting that much spam all the time. So I said, you know what? Maybe it's not my responsibility to catch every email that's sent to me. So I turned off all those catch-alls, used just a regular spam filter on my regular email, and it was good enough that I checked it once or twice and thought, you know what, nothing here is important. The amount of time it takes me to dig through this is not worth the chance of anything important being lost or so i claim uh, this is sort of a great self-fulfilling prophecy because i just stopped checking it and just told myself there's nothing useful in there
0: <laughs> well you're there's like 99 chance you're absolutely right because it is garbage uh, I unfortunately have no choice because, uh, as I mentioned before, I I was under a spam attack. I'm sorry
3: about that, by the way. I heard about that when it was happening. I was like, oh my god. I'm just
0: trying to like... The show is all about just finding any little silver lining, any happiness, any goodness I can get out of my spam folder. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do, I want to just uh, take a look today, look in the spam folder, and uh, see if there's anything interesting in there. Okay. If you can peek in uh,
3: Let words. me pull up my account. Uh yeah, there's a there's message I've won the lottery. I'm not sure if you're aware. I've won the publisher Clearinghouse lottery. Uh, they just need some information from me, so that's great. Um, I have a uh, uh, they used to be the Nigerian spam emails, right, where they say you have a lost uncle, and they give me all this money. And uh, I've got one of those. I'm surprised these are still a thing, because they're like the, the canonical email scam is these.
0: But while we are on the topic of Internet scams, I want to talk about Ryan's own
3: history as an.
0: Adorable, inoffensive internet scammer.
3: Oh, shoot. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? Uh, which one did you read about? There were a couple BBS hijinks back in the day. Dear listeners,
0: Ryan had pulled so many adorable online scams, he didn't even know which one I was referring to. So I jogged his memory.
3: Oh, yeah, the upload-download one. Yeah, yeah, So this was a bulletin board system where you would download software. And you needed... The way it worked is you had to upload software to download. And the more, the more your software that you uploaded was downloaded by other people, the more credit you got with the idea being that uh, this would encourage people to upload high-quality software. We didn't have any high-quality software. We had garbage software, my friend and I. And so there was a... I remember the name of the game. It was called Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon. It was like a child's educational game, I think. Hi, I'm Putt-Putt.
2: I'm so excited. Mr. Firebird invited Pep and me to the fireworks factory. I bet this is going to be a great day.
3: And uh, so we uploaded Putt Putt Goes to the Moon. and said, like, this has amazing 3D graphics and this amazing VR experience. It's so cool. You're going to love it. And it was uh, downloaded tons, and we got tons of credit for it. And then uh, I believe shortly after we were kicked off the BBS for our foolproof scam,
0: but there was more
3: uh, I used to also email people in, in undergrad um, This is again sort of the early days of email. I emailed other people named Ryan North And I said hey uh, Just so you know, I'm the real Ryan North. I'd like for you to stop using my name please, <laughs> Or pay me money to keep using it and you know, most people thought it was a joke so people got really mad at me uh, one guy Was like, hey, I'm Ryan North and I'm 56 years old, so I'm you from the future. And I was like, wow, this guy's really playing along. Let's have fun with this. So I was like, all right, uh, me from the future. This is a fun conversation. Uh, You have any advice for me? And he's like, yeah, stay away from women named Susan. They're horrible women will ruin your life. I was like, whoa. (laughs) But his weirdest one was $30, dude. It was like, it's sort of an idea of the world's simplest scam where I called myself $30 dude, and I emailed saying I'm $30 dude, please send me $30, dude. <laughs> and uh, never got $30 from anyone, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> Do you get responses?
3: Yeah, I got responses being like, hey, screw you buddy, <laughs> I'm sending you $30. People <laughs> okay. were like personally offended that a stranger would ask them to send them $30. But the idea was like the the purest form of email scam, right? Is just send me some money, please. <laughs> Also, you've tricked me because right. either we're gonna talk about spam I was getting, and I'm talking about uh, email scams that I ran.
0: Interesting. <laughs> like all to out you. Yes, technically, my history as an email
3: account. scammer in the early 2000s. It was time to move on. So that's it for for Gmail spam. Let me try the Facebook message because I I remember like for years this Facebook thing where you could get it used to be called the Other Messages thing. I think it was called or some other name. It was yeah. super hidden, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody knew about it and every year there'd be a post going around on like tumblr or livejournal being like are you aware this folder exists don't look it'll break your heart and i looked once i was like wow there's all these nice messages from people i never saw and they're all five years out of date all right what do we have here um oh god nice messages from people uh an invitation to a convention (laughs) oh no why would they send this? An invitation to appear at this convention, uh, June 2018. Missed that? Yeah. Sorry. Here's one warning me not to date someone. He's funny, but he'll say stuff you don't like. You should stay away from him.
0: You didn't date this guy, did you, Ryan?
3: <laughs> the next message is, I'm sorry, I sent this to the wrong Ryan North. All right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Aw. This is a nice message from um, Jeff O'Panda a layout artist in france and he's saying just a quick message to tell you that we are marvel colleagues that i'm doing the layouts on your marvel rising squirrel girl gig i love the character i'm a great fun working on it that's horrible i feel so bad having not replied to <laughs> just, like,
0: just thinks you're a jerk you're ignoring him yeah
3: i gotta go back and say hi to him
0: there were lovely messages from fans typo corrections, interview requests, invitations to morning
3: shows. Don't like, don't send messages on Facebook people you don't know because they end up in this crazy box that no one looks at. <laughs> it's just like, it's heartbreaking to see all these messages that I never saw and never looked for. And people are thinking they're speaking to me when they're speaking into a, an empty corporate void.
0: But one in particular really freaked me out.
3: Oh no. <laughs> oh no, this one mentions you. What? this is from 2001 it's from someone saying "Uh, I don't know you I'm asking a favor Uh, there's a girl I want to impress Uh, she's smart, she's funny she's passionate about comics and uh, she recently secured Facebook friendship with the esteemed and talented Mr. Ryan Estrada and she's worrying, this guy's worrying that he's falling into friendship obsolescence so he wants (laughs) to add me as his friend so she can, he can impress this woman, and possibly even to being tagged in a photoshopped picture of the two of us enjoying a righteous bro hug against the scenic background of Bristol Harbor. Please say yes. I'm sorry. This is from 2011. I didn't do it.
0: Wow. Um, you know, I don't want to say these people's names on the, on the show, but like, I want to know who they are because I want to stalk them and find out if they're still friends. <laughs> I spent a whole week in detective mode, finding and befriending both people involved in that message, taking an update. Now, they didn't end up getting together, but they're both doing great. Both still have excellent taste in comics. I did have dreams of the two Ryans somehow pretending to be twins and parent trapping them into getting back together, but I didn't want to tangle with strangers' lives. So in search of adventure, we wrapped up Facebook and took it to Twitter. I, uh, I checked your sub-tweets, so uh, I wanted to just read a... A few subtweets and just see if you have any comments.
3: I don't think I do subtweet. All right, let's let's hear it. So, uh, well,
0: you don't subtweet, but the first one says, I think Ryan North should know that the sixth best feature of Twitter.com is subtweeting. That's just something they think Wait, you just about me? Yeah, someone typed about you
3: that you should know that. Oh, um, so, interesting. I wonder if I had said something I, against subtweets. You must
0: have. I don't know. Uh, next one says... To be honest, Ryan North is pretty much one of the few famous men left with no scandals.
3: I love these subtweets. You like those complimentary well, subtweets? Well, I, I think this guy, um, this
0: guy did know about $30
3: guy. So $30 guy is a deep cut. Once um, that drops. But yeah, my apologies to that person. I did once ask strangers for $30. That is my scandal.
0: This one says, "Um, I can't believe the Dinosaur Comics guy is kind of hot. <laughs> these
3: subtweets are great. Keep them coming.
0: This one says, "Uh, Ryan North is a giant. The Japanese army needs to roll out tiny tanks to stop his rampage when he visits Tokyo. Uh,
3: should I be searching for my name more often?
0: I <laughs> think you should. There's some good ones. Uh, and the, uh, and then we got Ryan North is smarter, larger, and better than all of us.
3: This, this is great. I Anything bad I said about Twitter, I take it back. Because <laughs> everyone has correct opinions on the website.
0: Uh, and then finally, Ryan North is really like my platonic soulmate. I don't know. He's just so good and pure. And I love him so much. And even though he only knows me through two Reddit queues and the, like, five tweets of mine he's like, I just feel like he understands me. Even if it's on accident and I'm comforted by his existence.
3: That is the sweetest thing. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how often you've done this or how often you intend to do this, but this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on my show and I'll t- read nice things strange said about you that you, that you didn't see. Uh, I love it. Also, I thought subtweets were like you didn't use the person's name, so they couldn't find out. So it'd be like, I guess, nicer comics guy is that, right? They're yeah. they're hoping I wouldn't see, it, but it's probably okay. So subtweeting, I thought was always bad. I thought oh, it was always like snarky, good. and this is really positive. Yeah. This is like I don't want to tell him to his face because it's so it's so it's so embarrassing. But he's a nice guy, and I like him.
0: And that one, that last one was uh, at Tony is a good mom. If you want to blow her mind,
3: it's <laughs> a good um, mom. <laughs> Tony is a good mom. I assume we're talking about Tony Stark here.
0: Yeah. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, that's... Tony is a good mom. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's uh, that's all the the stuff I got. So uh, I doubt it, but has your opinion of spam changed from this weird experiment? That I've... <laughs> this is the only one of these I've done. Uh, it was just I just want to see what would happen.
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, my opinion. What I saw was what I was expecting to see. There was nothing useful in my spam folder. And in my Facebook other messages tab, there were a bunch of heartbreaking messages I would have liked to have seen five, six, seven, ten years ago. Um, I still think that getting unsolicited messages from strangers has value and can have value. There's at least the potential for value there. But um, I still think most of them are probably bad.
0: You are absolutely right. (laughs) However...
3: I think people talking about you in a positive way where you can't see and then you find out years later is great. Let's keep that going.
0: If you if you end up on, uh, following up on any of these eight-year-old uh, messages, let me let me know what happened just so I can like make it sound like anything good came of any of this.
3: Yeah, you imagine me like, hey, sorry I missed this from a decade ago. Listeners,
0: I could imagine. And I could also act. I got in touch with the aforementioned Tony is a good mom. But first, I crafted an elaborate surprise. I sent hundreds of emails that ironically ended up in the spam folders of my heroes and had to find creative ways to alert them without Tony is a good mom seeing since she follows me on social media. I called in favors, I commissioned a theme song, and after two months of work, I found my adventure. And I found it in the Tonyverse. Okay, so Tony is a good mom's real name is Asha. Today is her 21st birthday. And I've invited her on the show. She has no idea why. Hello? Hi, Asha. How are you doing? Happy birthday.
2: Thank you. I'm doing good. How are you?
0: For the people that are listening, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
2: My name is Asha Logan, and I'm an art student and a big Ryan North fan.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of why uh, I called you. As I mentioned, when we were doing the Ryan North episode, we were talking about subtweeting. And your name came up because we found one of your sub tweets.
2: That's really nice. Yeah, I'm glad that that it was like chill. I tweet a lot about him, so yeah.
0: We I noticed that after that. We yeah. uh, I I had just read the one, and it made him very happy. And then uh, I looked, and you you do talk about Ryan North a lot.
2: Yeah. Um, Squirrel Girl is uh one of the things that like one of the series that really got me into comics overall. So I'm pretty pretty enthusiastic about it
0: and you're you seem to be especially uh enthusiastic about tony stark
2: oh yes i'm a i'm a big tony stark fan um since the first movies came out and the comics and everything um and i love that he's in squirrel girl now more and their dynamic i love a lot i think he's really good i like him Mm -hmm. especially like when he interacts with youths i think that's fun
0: so why, why do you uh think tony's a good mom
2: I think he just has like a really big heart and he obviously didn't have the best parent situation when he was growing up. And I think that for him, he kind of deals with that by being really kind and supportive towards any like children that come into his life or any like young superheroes that he can mentor. Um, And I think he just just does his best to like look out for people and help them out. And I think that's really sweet.
0: We, we just thought it was very nice that you said all of these nice things. Um, so since I'm calling you on your birthday, I wanted to do something nice for you. So since you, me, Ryan North, we all agree, Tony's a good mom. Uh, I wanted to make it canon Oh, that Tony Stark was uh, your mom. So I got in touch with uh, Mick Wingert, who is the official Tony Stark voice actor uh, on all of Marvel's most recent animated shows, like uh, he was on Avengers Assemble, Spider-Man, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Frost Fight, and I asked him to record what he imagines uh, it might sound like if uh, Tony were your mom and uh, called you on your birthday. Alright, you ready?
2: Yeah, I'm ready. Hey
1: Asha, it's me. I just wanted to say that uh, if I were actually your mother, my advice for you would be this Uh, perhaps you should always remember to brush your teeth uh, take care of your feet and they will take care of you and I think most importantly what so many people forget and that is your mind is your greatest weapon happy birthday love mom
2: oh wow that's so cool oh my god thank you so much wow that's like mm. that's like
0: the best birthday present i've ever gotten well that's, oh, i'm not actually done okay there's more than one tony oh right my god. there's so many different kinds of media oh my god there's all the reboots there's all the universes and so we can't just pick one to be your mom so i have spent the last two months non-stop sending hundreds of emails and uh preparing to take you into the tonyverse oh my god yeah, into the Tony-verse, you know what it's about It's time to meet the many voices of Tony Starks Steel Corps, Iron Man, 1602 Sony Frisco, many that you never knew Tell Jarvis, we just getting started Got him yelling, give me a scotch, I'm starving Arnold Starks, can't forget Lord Iron Put in his arc reactor, then taking off and flying Woo, Yeah, this is into the Tony-verse, yeah you ready to go into the Tony-verse?
2: Yeah, I'm ready, okay
0: All right Well, uh, next up, we have Motion Tony. Uh, There's an actor named Ari Ross who played Tony Stark in the interactive motion comic Avengers Iron Man Mark 7. So Motion Tony wanted to be more specific with the advice uh, but wasn't sure what advice you wanted him to impart. So he looked at your Curious Cat account (laughs) where luckily someone had already asked you, if you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Do you remember what you said? Oh, I don't. You said, uh, I know I should ask something deep, but knowing anything like, is there an afterlife for sure, I think would drive me crazy. So honestly, I'd say I want to know everyone who has ever had even a small crush on me. I'm sure it's literally just the three cringy boys I already know about, but on the off chance anyone has ever had a crush on me I didn't know about, that would blow my mind. So here is uh, a message from your mom, Tony. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Asha, this is your uh, mom.
1: Uh, Tony, start calling. Yeah, I saw your uh, post regarding what one question you'd want the truth to. Well, you're right to not want to know about the uh, afterlife. Well, I've died more times than I can count, and you don't want to know. Well, as far as knowing if someone has a crush on you, uh, here's one way to tell.
0: If he looks like Obadiah Stain and slips into Iron Monger and starts heading quickly in your direction, it's likely he'll have a crush on you, uh, unless you get out of the way. Oh, and you may want to give those three cringy boys a break. Even well, even I, Tony Stark, have gone through my cringy stages. Man, hmm, I'm a hunk. I mean, after all, I am Iron Man. Okay, Asha, whatever you do, keep reaching for the sky. Hmm, I always do.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm.
0: So what, what Tony do you think is your favorite?
2: Oh, that's such a hard question. I love them all so much. Mm-hmm. I love any content where people are just nice to each other and are friends, um, which is one of the reasons why I like Squirrel Girl so much.
0: Yeah, and I know that you're a big fan of the Squirrel Girl, Tony. That's the 616 Tony. Uh, but of course, that you know that's a comic, so there is no voice actor <laughs> for that. So I couldn't get an actor to play that Tony. But uh, Ryan North does, of course, know him, oh so God. he helped me get a recording from uh, from
2: 616 Tony oh my god
3: okay. hey Asha it's me regular Tony real Tony the uh, Tony from the correct universe that's me and I'm talking to you right now uh, happy birthday let me give you some advice uh, for me regular Tony uh, advice number one now don't let people tell you when you're doing something wrong don't listen to them unless you are doing something wrong in which case listen to them before you start doing the wrong thing that's great advice advice number two uh if you can try being rich it's worked out for me uh i recognize that our socioeconomic systems don't really allow you to choose how rich you want to be it's it's something i'm working on uh but until then uh just keep it in mind it's fun and uh, advice number three don't be afraid of being yourself Uh, I've been myself my entire life, and things have worked out okay. I've only caused one, maybe two civil wars. So basically, it's worked out really well, and I recommend everyone. If you can't be yourself, then be Tony Stark. But if you can't be Tony Stark, then be yourself. I'm Tony Stark, so uh, that advice was really clear and also really valid, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Happy birthday, Asha. We'll talk later. Bye.
2: Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. This is the best thing (laughs) Ever. Oh my God. I'm so overwhelmed. Wow. One
0: thing I know that you love besides Tony Stark is Christmas. You said that you love knitting scarves and you love uh, wearing expensive Christmas sweaters. Yes. Uh, but you also said that Tony Stark is, I quote from your Twitter, the reason for the season, our Lord and Savior. Oh
2: man. Yeah. That was about um about Iron Man 3, the movie, because there's been some debate in my household about... um whether or not that qualified as a Christmas movie, because I did make my parents watch it as a Christmas movie.
0: Then uh, why don't I get another one of your moms to weigh in on that? I got Christmas Tony from uh, the Marvel holiday special, uh, and I talked to some people that worked on that to weigh in on the debate.
2: Oh, man. Okay. Hi, Asha. I'm Shannon Garrity, a writer and cartoonist.
0: And I'm Andrew Frager. I'm the curator of the Cartoon Art Museum in San Francisco.
1: Together we have written comics for the Marvel holiday specials.
0: And We're here to let you know that Tony Stark recommends at least three consecutive viewings of Iron Man 3 every Christmas.
1: He also recommends that at all other times of the year.
0: And watching all other movies featuring Tony Stark.
1: He's a little full of himself. Happy Happy birthday.
2: birthday! Wow. Well, I definitely do regularly watch the movies, so that's good. Oh, wow. There you
0: go. It's official. It's canon. You won the argument.
2: Oh, man. I love that. I can't wait to play that for anyone who ever contradicts me about that argument. There you
0: go. So let's see what we have next. It's, so we've covered a lot of different Tonys, uh, but I'm sure you agree that the world always needs more Tonys. Uh, so we've covered some of the ones that exist, but just for fun, I wanted to give you the gift of a whole new Canon Tony that has never existed, but now does. Oh my God. My friend Katie Cook is the creator of Marvel's earth 11, which she's one of the few people that has created her own universe and is the only person to ever write anything in that universe. And so far there's been no hint in the comics that there is a Tony Stark that exists in earth 11, but I got her to reconsider that and talk about what her Tony Stark would be like.
1: Oh my God. Hi, this is Katie Cook, and I am the creator of Earth 11 for Marvel, which is the Penelope Parker universe from the Spider-Verse. And it's kind of funny because I've never really thought about what Tony would be like in my universe yet. And this really made me think about it, you know, because my Spider-Man is Penelope. She's an 11 year old girl. And I really think that Tony would struggle to identify with her, he would he would look at this really awkward little girl who's really trying to come to Crips with these really awkward spider powers that she thinks are really gross, and say, "I don't know what to do with this. Oh my God! Uh, uh, somebody help me! Somebody help me!" But other than that, I I think you know my Tony would be able to eventually take an 11-year-old girl superhero under his wing and be the most awkward of awkward father
2: figures oh my god i'm like actually crying that last one that's like the sweetest thing i've ever heard
0: we have one final tony uh and of course the most famous tony is mcu tony but i'll get us that way i could not i could i could not book robert downey jr for my podcast i am very poor
2: (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) i wasn't expecting
0: but uh i was able to book uh the impressionist Jeff Richards, Ooh. who is best known for being one of only two comedians to be a cast member on both SNL and Mad TV, and who now apparently does Robert Downey Jr. impressions on Fiverr for 25 bucks. Wow. So so that's what I got. <laughs> oh. To close us out is a $25 Fiverr impression of Robert Downey Jr., which is basically as good as the real thing, right?
2: Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Hi Asha. I hope you enjoyed this little visit from
1: the multiverse. I know it must really suck to live in a universe without Tony Stark, but your universe is lucky because it has you in it. So go out there and be great.
3: Be you. Be someone else's hero.
2: Wow. This is so crazy. This is amazing.
0: So yeah, and and thank you for, like, I got a lot out of this too because because of your subtweets leading me to research all of the different Tonys. I wouldn't have had any idea that Tony Stark actually subtweeted me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a zine issue of Squirrel Girl and uh, Tony parodied my novelty Twitter account for Exposure Text. So Ryan Norris is trying to claim he doesn't know what a subtweet is and he's subtweeting me as Tony Stark.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Also, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of that account too as, a, as an artist. I've been following that for a really long time and I really appreciate that account a lot.
0: Well, thank you very much. Thank
2: you so much for this. This is unbelievable and amazing and so kind and i'm just really thankful and i really appreciate it
0: well i appreciate you and i hope you have a very happy birthday
2: thank you so much
0: i hope you enjoyed your trip into the tonyverse
2: i definitely did wow thank you bye
0: Tony-verse. Now we gotta go back out. Sorry, Iron Lantern. Maniac and Mouse. Close those interdimensional bridges. Marvel didn't approve this. Hope they're not too litigious. Maybe next time? Tony 2099. Not now. Mainframe. Asha's already crying. Better cut before I make my testimony worse. Can't afford the line Disney's wallet or Sony's purse. Whoop, yeah. Let's head out of the Tony-verse. See ya. Oh, that was so much fun. Asha is now flooding the internet with subtweets about me and how happy this episode made her. And that makes me cry just thinking about it. Spam is bad, y'all. But messages from strangers can sometimes be amazing. Spam was bringing me down for a long time, but my hope with this show is to find ways to use it to build happy, positive experiences. Because there are haters out there, there are scammers, there are people who want to do others harm. But if we can find happiness, art, human connections, and even as dumb a place as our spam folders, we can find the good in all other aspects of our lives. Thanks for listening to Unwanted Words. Unwanted Words is created and hosted by Ryan Estrada. Our guests today were Ryan North and Asha Logan. Our Tonys were Mick Winger, Ari Ross, Shannon Garrity, Andrew Farago, Katie Cook, and Jeff Richards. Our theme song is by Rob the Universe. Tony Verse theme was by Kibo. Creative Commons music used in this episode includes Sinking Feeling, Dance Rocket, Super Bubbly, and Solve the Damn Mystery by Jesse Spillane. Sneaky Snitch, Transition One, and Oh Christmas by Incompetech. Introducing the pre-roll, Late Night Tales, and Sad Marimba Planet by Lee Rosevier. Scramby Eggs by Andy G. Cohen. Thanks to you for listening to Unwanted Words. Go check your spam.
2: When are they going to get to the fireworks, factory? <laughs>